You're listening to NBS Cast with your host, Rachel Edwards. Welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm your co host, Tommy. And today we get to continue our series on associate resource groups here at NBS and Nelnet. And we have two very special guests on today. We have David and Adriana from Unidos. Hi, David. Hi, Adriana. It's so great to have you here. Let's have you both introduce yourselves. So tell us your name, your job title, and how long you have been with Nelnet so we can get to know you a little bit better. David, could we have you go first? Yeah, um, my name is David Gutierrez. Um, inside sales in NBS, and I work with the Fax products. Um, I've been at Nelnet for 12 years last month. Ooh, last month. Happy anniversary, David. All right. And Adriana, can you please introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. Good morning, everyone. My name is Adriana Hinojosa. I am a bilingual contact center supervisor, still actually on the Great Lakes side. Um, And I've been here, what, a little bit over two years now. All right. Well, we're so glad you're both here. And we're really excited to talk to you about Unidos today. So your ARG is called Unidos. What's the story behind the name and who is your target audience here at Nelnet? Sure, sure. Um, story about the name is kind of funny. When we were first trying to come up with a name for the ARG, um, <laughs> the original, so our target audience are uh, Latino and Latina associates in Nelnet and allies. And so we kind of wanted to create a, a sense of community for, for everybody. So when I came up, when we were thinking of names, I wanted to have every letter stand for something so, like some of the other groups have done. So originally I, I had uniting Nelnet in diversity, and then I kept getting stuck. And I was like, well, what, what, how can we make this fit? And finally we decided, you know what, it's not worth making it fit because Unidos translated is united. And that's something we were trying to do is, you know, unite other associates with similar backgrounds, give them a place to all kind of come together and and share their experiences and, and tips and, and just a, a, a little bit of socializing and giving our Latino and Latina and Latinx associates a place that they can um, come together and, and become united. So can you tell us a little bit about your mission here as an ARG? Um, Adriana, could you take that first? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So I think um, our mission for Unidos is to really create um, a place where all Latinx associates and allies and known it can grow and we can learn from one another and celebrate a lot of our shared traditions, our values and our, bra- our backgrounds, but also commemorating, you know, our, u- our uniqueness. Um, I think we're all a lot more similar than we think. But then again, you know, we all have those special, you know, again, traditions and backgrounds and and um, even our, our habits uh, that make us different. So we all just like or want to come together to celebrate that. David, anything to add to that mission? I mean, my, my overall um, idea, and I kind of stated it earlier, is I just wanted us all to have a place to go to. You know, we're not, most of us aren't in the office anymore, so it's hard to make those connections. I can't walk over to somebody's desk and talk to them. Um, we've had a lot of new associates, you know, onboarding at Nelnet, especially um, on some of the servicing side. I know we hired a lot of associates for bilingual positions, and, you know, they're going to have a hard time trying to connect to their other associates that maybe have the same experiences as them. So this gives them an opportunity to meet some people and, and get to know Nelnet a little bit better. 
So our next question is, who is on your leadership team and how do they help support this mission? Yes, absolutely. We have, um, I think, not to toot our own horn, but I think a great um, group of individuals on our board. Uh, just to name a few, we have Jen Thulin. Um, we call her our engagement ninja, <laughs> but honestly, she helps us with everything. David and I were kind of joking that she's like our mom because she just, anybody who has questions, she's just there, you know, to, to come to the rescue. So she's been a, a big part in us, um, not only launching, but also continuing our, our efforts to, you know, grow Unidos. Uh, we have the awesome David Guerrero, who is our official treasurer as well. He's awesome, so creative, has wonderful ideas. Uh, we have Carmen Herrera, who is our secretary, our note taker, who is always there to remind us of what we spoke about <laughs> in previous meetings. Um, we have Stephanie Kirsten Rivera as well. She is in charge of our communication, setting up events for us. Um, let's see. Oh, Laura Lopez. She's our community service liaison as well. So one thing that we really want to do moving forward as well, um, going into 2023 is get involved, you know, more with our community and giving back. So she's going to be a big help for us as well in getting that going. Um, and then we also have what we call our board champions. Um, so we have Shayla Amaya, Cynthia Perez, Mercedes Liz, and Dylan uh, Wren, who is there for us as well um, whenever we need a little bit of um, assistance. So as I said earlier, we honestly have a, an awesome, awesome board. And so David, could you tell us a little bit about how each of those board members kind of work together and help you support your mission and your goal for your ARG? Sure. Um, so Adrian and I are the co-chair. So we've kind of, at the initial launch, we did a lot of the work to kind of get everything going and, and get the group um, ready for associates to start joining. The board um, really helps us in making decisions and also kind of spreading out that workload now. Um, we all have day jobs. We're all have a 40 hour work job that we're doing. Um, now that doesn't expect us to devote our full attention to this group because they know we have other jobs. So these other people help us um, kind of divvy out those tasks, uh, make it a little bit organ more organized, um, help bring in ideas. And that's, that's something that's really big for me. I, I said from the beginning, I wanted our, our board, you know, we have these titles, but I, we're all equals in my eyes. We all bring something very unique and specific to the table. Um, so just having that extra support, those different ideas, we're, we're all in different segments of Nelnet too. So that helps us know, you know, um, how do you think associates and NDS are going to react to an event? What would, what would people in MBS prefer to see that kind of thing? So it just gives us a good broad spectrum of ideas. And, and So speaking of people, how many associates do you currently have in your group? I checked this morning. Right now we have 59. Um, we just launched at the beginning of September. So we, we've only been around for a couple months, but I feel pretty good about that number. Um, I've set a 2023 goal of I'd like to see us hit triple digits if possible. Um, so everybody listening, feel free to join. You know, one thing I stress is, you know, it's, it's a resource group for Latinx associates, but also our allies and anybody else who's just interested in and getting to know more about culture and traditions and things like that. So come on and join and help us get to that hundred members. Yes. Triple digits. We love to hear it. <laughs> Adriana, what are some of the activities Unidos has provided to these members? 
Yeah, so I think we've had some really fun events, or at least I've really <laughs> enjoyed them. Um, I think one of our first events that we did was we had um, a game of Loteria, which is pretty much like a version of a bingo. So our members really enjoyed that. That was super uh, fun, laid back. We were able to provide um, some prizes for our winners. And, you know, between the the playing of the bingo, we also talked a lot. So I feel like that's a common theme. <laughs> In all of our and all of our, our events, we talk um, a lot of engagement. So I love that. Um, something else that comes to mind, one of our most recent uh, events was we also had a Dia de los Muertos, which is Day of the Dead, um, kind of a, an informational event. But also at the end, we played a game of Kahoot as well. So a little bit of trivia there. So that was really, really fun. So I think we really want to have a good balance of having those fun social events, but also um, teach and share, you know, again, within our, our traditions and our cultures and, you know, important historical figures as well. And and if I could add, um, we, we kind of see these these couple events we've done since launching have been really good for us to all get to know each other, um, share our, our backgrounds and some of our traditions. Um, going forward, we're hoping to have to host a lot more events we're going to be launching in january a monthly um we're calling it cafe cafecito con unidos it's kind of a little coffee break type thing except we're going to do it in the afternoon at three o'clock central but it's just a time once a month for us to just kind of get together and socialize a little bit it's going to be really informal you know drop in drop out whenever you'd like um, we're hoping that um, it becomes a, a good place for people to unwind and uh, get to know every get to know each other a little bit better. We're also planning some events with some guest speakers. Um, we have a speaker, hopefully in January, we're just lining up some times with her. Um, she's a professor at, at the University of Nebraska. It's gonna come talk to us about her experience. Um, and then hopefully planning some other future fun events with some speakers, maybe some some panels and and definitely some more social events. One thing that happens at all of our events and all of our board meetings, they always seem to end with us talking about food. So food's very important in, in our culture and, and I think to everybody. Um, so that that has been a lot of fun to, to get to know people, but also kind of share our, our favorite foods and our favorite you know traditions. We have a holiday event on December 20th the, that we're gonna kind of talk about our different holiday traditions. And I'm sure we're gonna talk a lot about tamales and other other foods during that session. If the conversation's about food, I'm there, that's for sure. <laughs> so you've spoken a lot about some of the activities that you've been able to share with your group members. How or what are some of the other ways you are helping keep members connected and engaged with one another? Do you have any specific stories you'd like to share on that topic? Uh, David, do you wanna take this one first? Sure. Um, we've been doing teams is kind of our, our main form of communication right now to the, the existing members. So all the ARGs have their own teams channel. So we try to post things out there about events. Um, also just, you know, if someone comes across an interesting article or a video, they can share it out on teams. We've created, we've created different channels like a music channel. So people can share the different music. Of course we have a food channel, we have one called dichos, uh, basically like sayings. So like sayings in Spanish that when you translate it directly, they, they really don't make sense in English. Those are fun <laughs> to kind of talk about. We uh, try to, to send out um, 
put put something in the Nelnet communication and TGIF or MBS to let let people know when we have an event coming up, um, and and try to get those those individuals to attend. But Teams is kind of our our main source of of contact and information and kind of interaction with each other besides the events. So I have one to add for your Dichos channel <laughs> if you're interested. Um, David, you may have heard me say this in the past, but when I visited Mexico as a school trip, when I was in high school, we went to a very small regional area. And when someone said, thank you, or gracias, somebody else responded, no hay de queso, no mas de papas. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard that one. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very, um, regional to that place. I don't know that you would hear that anywhere else, but do you want to share what that means? Because I'm going to butcher it if I try to translate it. So literally it means, you said no hay de queso, so there's no cheese, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but, and then what was the other, the, the second half? No mas de papas. Only potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> David, did I did I translate that correctly? That sounds right, I guess. I've never heard that one either. That's that's it's so interesting because you know, you think of Latin America, there's very there's a lot of countries down there and they all have their own little sayings. And sometimes, you know, you could have someone from Peru who has a saying that means something there, but then you go to Mexico and it might mean something different. So not only is it confusing for us who maybe spoke English first but those people in those other countries have a hard time too i'm sure there's some people that look at that phrase they've spoke spanish the whole life and are like what is going on so so that just kind of shows you the diversity we have oh yeah for sure yeah diversity in in latin america is huge and i think people don't realize it very true and i i like i said it was a very small town where we were where we heard the person say that and i have never heard it ever again. And every time I say it to someone who is either a native speaker or um, has, you know, parents or grandparents with uh, Latinx heritage, they always kind of look at me like, huh? <laughs> but it was well, just I so fun it. to hear that. <laughs> I'm going to use that now, Rachel. <laughs> yes, please <laughs> take it. It's yours. <laughs> uh, so Adriana, do you have anything else you want to share on how you're keeping your members connected and engaged aside from what David has already kind of spoken about? No, yeah. So David hit it right on the mark. Teams is pretty much our main source, I guess, of communication and engagement when we're not um, doing uh, events. But yeah, as he mentioned, also those sub channels on Teams, I think are really fun because they add just a little extra something. Um, As he mentioned, food just seems to be like the center (laughs) of Unidos. It brings us all together. So that one I feel like definitely has. We have a, a digital recipe book. So I feel like that one, there's always some activity on there where everyone's just sharing you know their favorite foods and recipes and the music one I also enjoy the music one it's really fun just to kind of see everybody's you know favorite songs or a song that meant something to them and then you know whenever I have a little break I can just you know pop into the team's channel and you know check out a song so love Mm -hmm. that sounds like a lot of fun that's for sure (laughs) yeah so David what has been your most memorable event or activity with your ARG um, my most memorable event, I, I think our, our initial uh, kickoff event where we played Loteria was probably my favorite so far. 
So like Adriana said, Loteria is kind of a, a b sort of bingo um, where you have it shows pictures instead of numbers. And so the, the caller calls the name of the picture and you mark your card and, and just like bingo, you know, five in a row, diagonal up and down, whatever. Um, but for me, the reason it was so memorable is because growing up, I played Loteria a lot. My cousins and I, my brothers, we when we would be at my grandma's, sometimes we'd play Loteria around the kitchen table, you know, marking your sheet with, um, I know some families would use like, you know, uncooked beans to mark their cards or like my grandma had a jar of pennies that we would use um sometimes and and you know if you won maybe you got to keep the pennies or you got to keep the <laughs> beans i guess um but <laughs> it was it was it was very nostalgic for me and i hadn't mm -hmm. played it in so long and forgot how much i enjoy it and it was great because we all were just pretty laid back and everybody you know getting to know each other for one of the first times and, and sharing their experiences with the game or maybe people who had a background from a different uh, latin american country who had never played it before and were like wow this is fun and, and didn't even know this so it was it was nice time nice time and it helped bring some people together and kind of set the tone for i think a lot of our other events we've had and how about you adriana is that the same or Yes, as David was speaking, I was just smiling because, yeah, I think that just like he said, it set the tone. It was a feel good event, right? It gave us a little taste, I feel, of like what's to come. And I think every every event that we've had since then or every interaction has felt that way. I feel like we all just kind of instantly felt like family. I honestly felt that I was like hanging out with my cousins or something on a Sunday. Um, yeah, and I, and I love that. And just like David said, the game is very nostalgic to me as well because I grew up playing it again you know at my aunt's house you know playing with my cousins and with the frijoles yeah the uncooked beans <laughs> or even like bottle tops as well so it was just nice you know to share the those you know again that game with those who had never played before and then also you know listening to everybody's own stories of how they used to play when they were younger so it was it was really nice hmm. it sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> And if I can, sorry, add one more thing. Adriana said something that I think is important. She, you know, said it felt like family, like, you know, memories of hanging out with your cousins, you know, on a holiday or wherever. And I think that's very big for, you know, in Latino culture, family is very important. And I think we've been trying to do, and I think we're doing a good job of kind of creating that kind of sense of community and family, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of times when you're disconnected from others, whether you're working from home or just other people that don't share the same values, it's nice to have that feeling of, oh, I remember this. Oh, it reminds me of hanging out with my family. Um, my, now I have my Nelnet family and Unidos can be that, that resource for people. Yes, that's so great. And speaking of family, how do you interact or work with other ARGs here at Nelnet in addition to your members in Unidos? We, we haven't done any... Um, joint events yet, but that is a big goal of us going forward for 2023 is we want to work with some of the ARGs. Um, and and one thing, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, is, you know, Latin America and, and Spanish-speaking countries, they're very diverse. You know, I think sometimes people, when they think of someone who speaks Spanish, they have an image in their head, but they don't realize that there are so many different types of people. So, like, for example, we'd like to peep to for example, we'd like to uh, partner with the Beacon Group um, that serves our, our Black associates because there are a lot of Black, Hispanic, and Latinos out there. The Afro-Latino um, 
population is something that I think people sometimes ignore. You don't think about that diversity. Um, there's also a lot of Chinese immigrants who came to some Latin American countries to work sugarcane fields and other things, shattering that kind of that initial perception of what what a what a Latino is. I think is important, and it gives us an opportunity to interact with those other groups that that serve a specific community, but realizing that we have those individuals in our community as well, and how can we interact and kind of open up those communication lines and and learn from each other. So hopefully in the coming year, we'll be able to partner with some other ARGs and and come together for maybe some panels or, 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 or uh, guest speakers, that kind of thing, and, and we're really looking forward to it. So I believe we only have one more question left, so I'll direct this one towards Adriana. Where can associates go if they want more information about Unidos and how can they join the group? Yes, absolutely. So um, as David mentioned earlier, anybody who is listening, feel free to join us for some fun, um, lots of talk about food <laughs> and music. So you can go ahead and visit um, the Nelnet SharePoint site. Um, you can actually just search for Unidos, U-N-I-D-O-S, for more information um, on Unidos. And then to officially join as well, you just scroll a little bit down to the bottom and it'll say join now. And uh, once, you're gonna, uh, once you hit that uh, join button, you You'll go ahead and get an email from us and be automatically added to our team's channel. So yes, come one, come all. Also, if you want to learn more and, and maybe just join us for an event, we're going to be starting those um, monthly Cafecito con Unidos events um, starting in January. I think our first one is scheduled for the, I believe it's the third or fourth week of January, the, the third, the 26th of January. At 3 p.m. Central, we're going to have our first Cafecito con Unidos. So if you want to come and join us and kind of learn a little bit what we're about, feel free to, to join. More communications about that soon. And then that event will also be listed on the ARG event calendar in SharePoint. Um, otherwise, if you think of any questions or you want to become more involved, feel free to reach out to myself or Adriana. We'd be happy to talk to you. All right. Wonderful. And so for any of our listeners who are listening to this episode, maybe later on in the year in February, or even after that, those cafecitos con unidos, those are ongoing. So just reach out to David or Adriana to get more information about how you can get linked up with those events. So I uh, just wanted to throw that in there. David and Adriana, thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today for learning more about Unidos. Uh, really excited to hear about your group, and I can't wait to see what you guys bring for 2023. Awesome. Thank Thanks you. for having us, Rachel. Well, now it's time for our advice segment. And in today's segment, we get to talk to Deanne Wenger, who is president here at NBS. And she has some things to share about how to grow here at the company and how to bring your passions to work. So Deanne, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your advice. What do you have to say to our listeners? Well, hi, Rachel, and thanks for reaching out to me and um, giving me an opportunity to um, share some thoughts on the podcast this morning. So there are so many opportunities at NBS and Nelnet to grow your career. And, you know, we just got out of budget season and, and presented our 2023 budget. And one of the challenges and one of the joys of going through budget every year is the amount of new positions 
um, that we put in our budget so that we can continue to support the growth uh, that we see happening at MBS. And the reason I said it's a challenge is we've, we, we've got to continue to grow revenue to support those positions, but we do that each and every year. And it's just exciting to see the list of positions that we're going to be posting um, throughout the coming year and the current open positions. And so I would encourage everyone just to, you know, kind of on a regular basis, go out and look and see what positions are being posted and educate yourself on where are those other areas of either NBS or Nelnet uh, that you might be interested in learning more about. There's so many opportunities to job shadow and, and just visit with people who are doing different jobs that you may have an interest in. And, and so take advantage of those types of opportunities. You know, one thing we always say at Nelnet is you are in charge of your own career development. And I hope people really embrace that because you need to be intentional about reaching out, um, learning about new opportunities, discovering new jobs, um, and take, take charge and take control of the opportunities you, you have here at our company to grow. Yes, that's great advice. And, you know, I, I heard that advice early on in my career here as well to own your own career and take responsibility for it. So that's really helped me personally. So I know it's going to help our listeners. Do you have any other advice on how to bring your passions into the work that we do? Absolutely. And so, you know, when you think about bringing your passions to work, you think about what are those strengths that I have? What are those um, things that really bring me joy, bring me energy? And once you've identified those, then how can those show up at work? How can you bring those to work with you? And it's interesting, Rachel, I had a conversation, it's been a couple months ago now, um, with someone who said, you know, my, my job and my work doesn't make me happy anymore. And, and I challenged that person and I said, you know, jobs don't make people happy. People bring happiness to their jobs. And I think that kind of works the same way with passions. Um, a lot of times your job isn't giving you the joy or the passion. It's what you bring to the job that you can incorporate your passion and your joy um, with the with the position that you hold with um, NBS. So thanks for asking those questions. Yes, thank you for the advice. I like I said, I think our listeners are going to be uh, very uplifted and very encouraged by the things that you just shared and inspired to just own their careers and see how they can bring their passions here to NBS. So. Thank you so much for being here this afternoon, Deanne, and thank you all for listening. It's been great, and we appreciate it, and we'll catch you all in the next episode.